Peace world, peace world, what up? It's a new opportunity, it's a new day, it's a new time world, and this is Keeping the Tower World. I am Ant Boogie, don't worry about the name, get used to the voice, and I do mean it. Get used to this voice, and we are listening to another episode of Keeping the Tower. And I hope everybody's going good and going right out there. Man, we made it through a new month of January. We've now inaugurated a new president, vice president. Congratulations to Joseph R. Biden and Ms. Kamala Harris. Congratulations. And now we can try to get some normalcy back in America. But we'll see. We'll see. Just month one. But we'll see, man. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, a new episode, a new day of keeping the towel. Thank you for tuning in. I am Aunt Boogie. Don't worry about the name. Get used to the voice. And as you're listening on this channel, thank you. Thank you, thank you for taking some time out your evening, your afternoon, your morning to listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, all my realtors out there, you know what's up, man. Location, location, location. We love that, right? Everybody's in real estate now. Everybody's flipping homes and everything, making that paper. And no hate from me on that one because I'm all for it. Go ahead. Do what you got to do to get your paper. I'm all with it. But as you're out there getting your paper, let's also talk about another type of real estate. And that real estate I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is our mind. Yes, let's talk some real estate. The real estate of our mind, the real estate of our hearts. And that real estate is real. That's where we let a lot of things grow, where we let a lot of things be built upon. And of course, when those of you who are realtors, those of you who are looking to be realtors in training, you know what that is. You got to look for a nice plot of ground and you see a nice plot of ground and you got to go and check it out, get permits and everything, and then build a house on it. And of course, the number one thing you got to make sure foundation is good and you got the right people to build that house. Why I say foundation is good, because sometimes when you take a walk on it, it can be one thing. Your feet may say, yeah, but if you go ahead and look at that of a land developer or those who are very well versed in understanding landscapes and so forth, they will say, nah, this is not a good ground to build upon. So, of course, you're going to have to get the right developers and everything who is going to build up this house for you. Now, the real estate I'm talking about, folks, the real estate of our minds, the real estate of our hearts, when we let things build and build big on our heart on our mind and i'm talking about several things talking about when you are out there in the world and you go through some things like we all have right and this is not me giving you no sad story i'm just calling it what it is it's just the fact that what we let build in our hearts and minds for a long long time it could be anything it can be a situation such as you had a good job and the job let you go or you was in a relationship with someone, a marriage, and it didn't go right. That went sour. Relationship with your siblings, relationship with your parents. And so these things start to build on the real estate of our hearts and minds. Location, location, location. There was one saying I saw one time, if you want to break a person, break their will. You want to break their will, break their spirit. And that's what breaks somebody. And the thing is, is that that is what gets you, your heart your mind. If you look at athletes who train, anybody who do for any type of training, what they always say is the mind. You got to get that mind correct. And so here it is now. You've let certain things fester of your life. Whatever experience it was, it could be a traumatic experience, whatever it may be. And this started like a plot of land and then now became a house, a very 
intricate, very delicate, very detailed home in your mind or heart. So we'll start as a plot of land, what you went through. Let's say your job. Job said, yo, look, we're going to have to let you go for whatever reasons. And you fester this anger, you fester this, whatever it may be over time. And then here comes the building of the house. First comes the foundation, then the steps, then the walls, then this, then that. And then now what gets even worse is now that as this house is being built, now is about how many rooms of whatever it may be that has now traumatized you or has caused you not to want to move on or forfend you from moving on, whatever it may be. You may have one, two bedrooms, four bedrooms, six bedrooms, 10 bedrooms that's preventing you from moving because now the bedrooms, folks, what I mean is that one thing has multiplied into many others. Now, it was once shock. Then another bedroom is anger. Then another bedroom is resentment. Then there's another bedroom of I'm going to forge this onto somebody else and so forth. So now it's being built. And then... Some of you have basements built in that house. That basement is serious because the basement is where a lot of things are kept closed. Like, I don't know if a lot of you have ever, if you may have had a home, you grew up in a home, or if you've been to granny's house or somebody's house, and they would say, yo, yo, don't go down there, don't go down there. I remember back in the day, I had a friend, he had this one door. Every time I went by his house, could never go down this one door. And I said, what's down there? That's the basement. So I said, what, the basement? Like, yeah, sir, so what's wrong? Let's go down in the basement. He said, no, 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 you can't go down there. You can't go down there. So time progressed. Every time I went by his house, it was the same thing, right? So finally, I was by myself, and the basement was by the kitchen. So I went to the door, and I put my hand on the door and finally turned the knob. And all I heard was, there's a dog. And this dog went, bow, hit the door and everything. I was like, yo. So that's why he's like, nah, you can't go down there. So I got it and I understood. Others of you may have had other experiences where it was not just that. It was just also, yo, just don't go down there because it can be a nasty smell or it wasn't looking good down in the basement or somebody was living down there or it was just some superstitious thing. Yo, there's ghosts down there or demons, whatever, some paranormal thing. That's what a lot of you have in your basement. It is just something down there that has you have locked away for years upon years of your life. And so no one can get into that basement. Not even you. You don't even want to open the door of that basement. You go ahead. That basement is locked. Let's say some of you don't even have the basement. Some of you would just have this nice house, but it's decorated. And it's not decorated with good things. It may look like it's decorated with good things, but you have some stuff that's decorated around the house just reminding you, real estate of your heart and mind, of whatever it is that has messed you up. Or cause you anger or pain, whatever it is, a bad breakup or anything. You still have the remnants of making sure that, yeah, I remember when this person said this to me. Yeah, I remember on this day, this specific day, this specific day and time when they said, I remember the weather. I remember what I was wearing. I remember what they were wearing. I remember where we were. You remember all that stuff in detail in this house that you built on your mind, in your heart. And so as this house is built of all these emotional things, of all these things that you have not let go or anything, now you're wondering how come you can't get past your house because this is what has been built on the real estate of your heart and mind. And your house got windows. In the window of the heart, the window of the mind, the eyes, the only thing your windows see outside is just 
bad things. Anybody, anything that comes around you, don't believe it. Nah, don't get into that. No, don't deal with them. That's all you see. The real estate of your heart and mind is so real and is important because what are you letting take up that real estate? What is being built on the real estate of your heart or mind? What is being built on it? Is it a duplex, a condo, or a mansion? If you got a mansion built on that real estate, boy, you're in a lot of problems. That means that mansion got some serious rooms, a lot of rooms, a lot of hitting rooms that you don't understand and realize like, man, this is what's messing me up. Or you know what it is and you're just ignoring it. It's just like some people who have some backyards in their homes, deplorable backyards. But you know what? Eh, it's all right. That's what they say it has. It's all right. You would go to the person's house and be like, yo, you ever clean up this backyard, man? Nah, it's cool. I'm not talking about those who got like a weight set in their backyard. That's whatever. That's normal. I'm talking about like, man, it's a junk heap in the backyard. And you're like, man, clean this up. But they see it as nothing. Because why? It has now become normal to them. They have normalized the junk in that real estate of their heart or mind or both. So every time a person or a situation, it takes up space of that real estate, they're living rent free. That situation is rent free in your heart, right? It's rent free. Nothing's being paid. There's nothing coming out of it where with mean being paid. What I mean by that is that you're not looking to move forward. You're not looking to do anything to get away from that situation or to go ahead and improve yourself, develop yourself. No, it's living rent free. So every time you get up, that's what you think about. You think about it throughout the day. You go through the day thinking about it. Before you go to sleep, you're thinking about it. So it's like it's in your subconscious now. It just takes you over. That's all that you ruminate on. Nothing else. Nothing else. So now that you go ahead, you're moving through life. Your real estate within is still damaged because you have not looked to go ahead and make any improvements. So this is what we're going to do here. We're going to look to try to improve that real estate. One, we're going to go ahead and detect what it is. What was it? Was it a job that you worked so hard to get and you finally got it then after you gave, what, 10 years of your life, maybe five, maybe more than 10 years of your life, and they say, yo, it's been real, but we got to cut you loose, all right? Now, what do you do? Are you on your new job where you still have resentment? You still have vindiction? You're like, yeah, I'm daring one of you mofos to go ahead and fire me because I got something to say. Are you still holding on to that? Are you still holding on to a situation where something didn't work out right? A deal, a business deal, an investment deal didn't work out right and you're still holding on to it where is at the point where I'm not saying you don't learn from it no 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 get me where I'm coming from here there's a difference between learning from it and then letting that control you so now you're just like I'm not doing that period I'm done out of that so what is it that's still taking up real estate in your mind and heart what has now became what was once a little little tiny house has now become a mansion what's the mansion on the real estate within what's that mansion what still plagues you decades later what is it you know what are those things i'm not saying one thing because a lot of you don't have just one it's several things that still plague you so what is it that still goes ahead and takes up real estate and lives rent free in your heart rent free in your mind that you having a good day and then out of nowhere boop just like that you're now in a funk don't 
take this the wrong way, where I feel like if you had a serious traumatic experience, such as rape, such as being in a violent situation or anything of the sort. No, I'm not telling you, oh, just walk over it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about those things that you know after so long that it was like, man, you know, I should be letting this thing go. This person moved on with their life. This company has moved on with new employees now because I've been there. I've been at a company where I got let go. And then when I was like, I was, remember I used to drive by that place. Till this day, I would drive by by that spot. And I used to be pissed off. I used to be pissed off. But then I'm looking, I'm like, wait, these are new people. New people. Clearly they've moved on. So why am I still mad? It wasn't now, but it was just years ago. But I was like that years ago. So same thing here. Same thing here. Even as you go for a job, understand, you don't stay married to a job. You date the job, but you don't stay married to it because, again, in some states, they have this work at will or right to work clause in any job contract. Once they go ahead and you sign that contract, that's the fine print that you're not paying attention to. There it is. They could just go and let you know. They said it right there. We can let you go. We can terminate you at any time for any reason without probable cause. We could just do it. And that's what it is. Unless if it's not any type of discrimination or ageism, that's the only thing. Then, yeah, then you have a right move to go ahead and go into lawsuits. But if it's not that, hey, they just let you go because eh, we don't like how you look. You look ugly. All right. Well, that's just what it is. So, ladies and gentlemen, what's taking up real estate in you? What's still taking you over and still grasping you after all this time and after all these years? What's still taking you? Once again, I'm not downplaying or dumbing down. If any of you have been through any type of serious event in your life. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those things that are trivial. Those things that happened years ago that you could have just left alone and like, man, I'm still holding on to this. Is it something physical? that can be replaced, a car that could be replaced, a home that you lost one time and you're still like lamenting over it. Like, man, I can't be, I got kicked out the home. I got evicted from it. Okay. How long ago was that? Four years ago? But what's taking up real estate in you? So we're going to go through this now. Pinpoint what it is. Pinpoint what it is. Don't just jump into, oh, I'm going to therapy. No, no, no. Don't do that yet. Pinpoint what it is or what those things are that still takes up real estate in you pinpoint what it is and i mean write it down write them down get a notepad and a pen and just write it down it may be one it may be five it may be 20 things but write it down for you so you know what it is that's taking up that real estate in you two where did it come from where did it come from why is it still hurting me why is it still taking over this real estate in me why is it because I still pass by this person every single time, every single day, every single month, every year I pass by this person or I see them or I still talk to coworkers from this last job or I still go past this job? What is it? So you pinpoint what it is and you pinpoint why. And then the next question, why am I still holding on to it? Why am I still holding on to it after all these years? Could it be that, man, I wish I could get back at that job because the job, the job was so great or the pay was incredible, the benefits was incredible from it? Why is it that you still think about that person? Because, hey, man, I wish I could get back with them because I remember the good times we had before it went dark. Okay. Why is it you still want that house that you missed? Oh, because it was in a great location. It was a good house and everything. All right. Well, you had to sell it for whatever obvious reasons. You couldn't afford it or you just had to move on. So you got to go ahead and pinpoint these things. You're pinpointing them in three different ways. I just pointed out. Write down what those things are. 
write down why is it that you hold on to those things and then why is it you're still holding on to it up until now why did you hold on to it and why you still hold on to it now why and then here comes therapy if you choose to go therapy if you choose to but when you go to therapy now you're going to end up writing some more stuff and that's what you want. At least you gave yourself a little head start. And don't go ahead and say, no, no, I know what it is. I know what it is. No, no, no. There's going to be more things you're going to learn and you're going more things is going to come out. But folks, that's what's taking up real estate in your mind. And when that takes up real estate in your mind, in your heart, that mansion, that house is built on that real estate. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? If you don't want to take care of it, you don't want to move. You're going to feel very comfortable. Remember what I said. When you go into someone's backyard and it looks nasty, what they think, ah, oh, no, nah, this ain't bad. But to you, you're like, yo, there's auto parts all over the damn place. What do you mean? But to them, it's heaven because they're comfortable in that. Think the show is hoarders or wherever, where these people got some junk in their home. What you see, they know how to climb over the trash and everything, right? Hoarders, same thing. A lot of you are hoarding onto things, still in this real estate, in this home of your mind and heart. You're still holding on to it. And it's building up and building up and building up. The house looks good. You look good from the outside, but the inside, no, it's not. So now you know how to climb over the trash. You know how to go ahead and push trash aside so you can lay down on the bed. So when someone comes into the house like, yo, you're messed up, you're like, nah, I'm good. Because you want to know why you know how to operate in that trash and that filth. So what's taking over real estate in you? Is it a death of a loved one that still takes you over to this day? Mom, dad. Brother, sister, it still takes you to this day. It still grips you to this very day. Person passed away 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago. I, and I understand I'm not saying that, yeah, you just breeze past it. Absolutely not. But where it shuts you down. It shuts you down. And I know it's hard. I've been there. It's hard, particularly when it comes to that person's birthday or you remember something special about them or you remember a, a holiday, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Like, man, it would be dope if this person was still here. I get that. But it's like, man, you've moved on. You've done so many incredible things with your life. But yet this still takes up real estate in your life, in your heart and mind to the point that it still haunts you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Ant Boogie. Thank you so much for vibing with me today. And if you're going to go ahead and check me out, please go on my social media platforms on IG at I am Ant Boogie 3000 at I am Ant Boogie 3000. That's Instagram for you wonderful people. But I still love y'all. And also on Twitter, AntBoogie3000. AntBoogie3000 on Twitter. I would love to hear from you, man. And yes, it's a blessing to be able to come into your eardrums. And thank you for having me. Once again, world, listen. As you're looking at this real estate, what's taking up real estate, and as you're going to look to go ahead and try to handle whatever is living rent-free in your mind, living mortgage-free in your heart, whatever it is, please keep your towel. Wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, wipe the tears. But whatever you do, do not, and I mean do not throw in that towel, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, keep your towel, and it's time to do some eviction. Check you when I check you, see you when I see you. Peace.